Leftovers of Business Time with your boy, Mr. Benja, and your boy, Theo. We're going to get it in for you this week like we always do, wrestling up some of the news that's been going on and giving you a little taste of what happens in our big podcast. Just a little informal get-together that we do every week on Wednesdays at around 6 Pacific, 9 Eastern. We get down like this all the time. Feel free to call in, jump on, send your comments or whatever as we're doing these things, and we'll make sure we get onto them. So this week in the news, we got a couple things. We're not going into D23 heavy at all on this show. There's so much information on D23. We're going to do a whole breakdown on that thing and maybe some highlights here if you want that, but we're not, we're, we're going to do a whole thing for the actual podcast and you can check that out at showversusbusiness.com. So make sure you go there for the whole podcast. It's going to be a lot, but it's good stuff. They got a lot, a lot of things coming. We're going to talk a little bit about Morbius on Netflix, a daredevil's coming through to doom. The Netflix event is still happening. We're going to also go into a little bit of a Titans. Actually, that's still around. Talk about a little bit of HBO Max streaming. Nippon TV has a deal with Netflix. That also happened. Dan Lin from DC is not going to be heading up the DC group. I shouldn't say from DC, from Warner Brothers Discovery. Isn't going to be heading that up. And as I said, we're not going to go heavy into the D23 action, but we are going to get in probably a little bit of what, what went on there. But I've come to a new new relationship with my whole streaming services thing. It's all good now. I'm flowing with it. I'm happy with where I am. I'm slightly behind everybody else, but I'm good with it. I really am good with it. You know, with all this 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 business going on of having to watch every week, with having to be so tied up into the whole scheme of things, it kind of gets in my nerves a little bit. It kind of gets me a little stressful. All that talk. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Man, you gonna be on all the streaming services like me, man. Watch. <laughs> hey, I did. I did the math. I was like, you know, if I get a yearly discount that's forty percent off, that means six tenths of the year I'm gonna have. Is that? And I started working it out. I'm like, no, it still doesn't work out. I only need like I only need like two months of a HBO Max, and I'm good. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh man, what's up? This is Business Wednesdays. That's right, baby boy. How you doing, man? Good, man. Good, 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 man. So, yeah, man, it's been a good week, man. Just you know, midweek trying to get back into it and uh, you know doing our thing. Man, a lot of news, man. We got covered today, so I'm excited to get into it. All right. So I did want to so let me know how you feel about this. I did want to hold off on a lot of the D23 stuff. I figure we'll, we can go deep in on it and really break stuff down. There's some big highlights, of course, or anything interesting you want to hit here. That's fine. But I was going through the list of stuff and I was like, you know, there's a lot to talk about. So however you want to play it. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm down with that. We can do more thorough, deep dive. I'm sure a lot of the folks kind of covered it already, but it's all good, man. We can cover a lot of stuff, man. I can go into <laughs> Let's start there with that, that silly, silly name that hasn't caught on, which is funny. <laughs> it tried so hard, so hard to make it happen. Yeah, Netflix is announcing that. Was it the, I guess, their fan event? They call it Tadum. They mm -hmm. started during the pandemic. This is when they kind of get everybody hyped up about their latest streaming shows and movies that come into the service. Yeah. So it's coming here in the next couple of weeks. Are you excited? <laughs> No, not that I, not that I dislike the idea of Tadum at all, but it's, it's weird. We had, we had DC fandom. That's, that doesn't exist anymore. I mean, we're talking about the online events, right? DC fandom doesn't exist anymore. The, for a hot minute, YouTube was kind of trying to do this, 
little thing of where it's just like, hey, log into YouTube and you'll see more of these types of things than usual for like a week or whatever. But it definitely never got big and it's certainly not big now. They just quietly entered and quietly left. You know, you have, uh, I'm not sure how D23 went online at all or what they did for that. I know they just released trailers, but. Yeah, I mean, D23 is like, I mean, I, I was thinking about getting it. You actually have to pay money, obviously, for a year you pass, get access to the exclusive Disney content. I mean, I, I'm like, I'm like three centimeters away from becoming a Disney adult. So, so watch me, man. I'm, I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like, hmm, that's not a bad deal. <laughs> but anyway you pay like an annual like a couple hundred bucks for access to this and then you get a magazine and you get exclusive offers and you get to go to d23 right and i see i see okay yeah so that uh, well that's still doing its own thing and i don't even know if i can count them in this because they're in their own lane right yeah and then finally obviously comic-con the big dogs they were like yeah we had fun doing the online thing but we're back doing it live, like we know how we have fun doing. It. So, I yeah, mean, would you say would you say that uh, that Comic Con is back now live? I'm, you know, just well, um, digressing a little bit, but it kind of fell is. off. It fell off, right? Going mm-hmm. virtual visits, you know, the virtual periods. But uh, yeah, did it did it go back into this, this top notch spot? In your opinion, didn't go back to the top notch. Well, technically, it would be the top notch spot because nobody else is mm-hmm. number one yeah. or close. So it does hit the top spot. It doesn't hit where it was before. And I had Omar on here talking about it. Comic-Con aficionado been going since he was a teenager, like what, 15 years straight or something, you know? So, and, and he went to one before that, but he's just never missed one for like 15 years. So yeah, he was saying that it's, it's good. It's more about the people again, because some of the companies were pulling out. Which means the fans can come in and have fun. The small businesses and small comic book shops and small toy companies can come in and have fun. So it's it's getting back to where it was in terms of the fan service and being mm-hmm. a good con. But it's not back to the crazy 2008, 2010. Oh, my God. <laughs> we were there. Peak, peak con, man. That was that. Was, yep. That was it, man. I, we were right there. <laughs> That's right. ground zero, you know, just right there. But so to dumb, man, sure, man. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, it's really supposed to celebrate, you know, I mean, be honest with you, the only stuff, these conferences or virtual events or cons, if you will, I guess they only really make sense if, if you have a lot of genre, you know, programming, you know, things in the sci-fi or, <laughs> or fantasy or, you know, Star Wars related. So it kind of makes yeah. sense what Disney does. DC fandom, that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. What's going on there? So Netflix, though, like what, what you know, top things that they have now that's really genre with The Witcher? You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Stranger <laughs> Things? <laughs> to, your, to your point, that's not bad. If they really took it to heart and said, hey, we've got a convention that's all about our properties and we're going to make it like we're going to go hard with it. I mean, you know, you have people there showing up for Witcher. You have people showing up for a lot of the anime stuff. Yeah, there's, anime. Another, there's another news item I have here. They just did a licensing deal with Nippon TV. They've got like all 13 of their big properties. So they're trying to keep Crunchyroll at bay, right? So they're on the road, brother. I saw, I saw a Times Square. 
I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So they could do something and it would be really interesting to be like, yeah, we're all Netflix connected. You know, we're all on, on this Netflix train. I think they could pull it off, but they're just kind of like, you know, soft toeing it, you know, not really well, jumping you know in. What? It's like when you, when you try to be everything to everybody, you're nothing to nobody. It's kind of like, you know, they, mm -hmm. they have so many different things that they do. It's hard to really define what is their, the, 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 the sweet spot, right? Cause you know, they, they went a big push for like comedic movies, right? Cause there was nothing, they're just looking for opportunities to kind of keep you on the service longer. So, you yeah. know, they had a big push where they had a lot of uh, movies that you never saw romantic comedies, right? I don't know if you saw like to the boys, you know, I never loved before that became a big thing. And then they had the kissing juice and some stuff. Yeah. Um, then they went down a genre path of like stand up comedians. They were giving everybody like $20 million, right? To do stand up comedians. Yeah. Dave Chappelle. And then they went down the path of what uh, reality, you know, doc, doc, documentaries, right? You know, mm -hmm. true crime documentaries. So, so it's kind of like, you know, I mean, you got the anime section. So it's kind of like, I mean, they could do it, but I don't know. All those fans, could they fit inside one kind of, you know, fan event? Does that make sense? That those different yeah. audiences. Yeah, I, I I think I get what you're saying. I don't know. That's a, that's a very good question. I don't have too much of an opinion on it because I've seen things that are very divergent kind of work, right? I mean, even when we were at Comic-Con, I saw the line for, for Firefly and some of that Serenity stuff. And I, at the time, I wasn't on it. I was like, the hell is this? And then there was the Twilight group. And I'm like, the hell is this? Yeah. Every, around every corner, I kept thinking, what the hell is this? So... Maybe if they sectioned it off really nice and clean, they could be like, you know, comedy, anime, mm -hmm. whatever. Not make it so hardcore. Yeah. You know, where, where it's like all about the hardcore. It's just like, hey, come out, have a good time. We're going to have, you know, pizza, some parties, and everybody's going to hang out and chill because you're Netflix, right? Do, do you remember that Super Bowl commercial? I don't know if you saw that one where they had like all the movies that were going to premiere this year. Or was it Super Bowl or one of those sports events? And they had like all the movies and TV shows they were going to premiere. And like, I guess in the middle, middle of filming, they had the actors actually say something about Netflix, you know, come and watch Netflix. I, I mean, I'll find it and put it on our Instagram yeah. page, but it was kind of interesting. Like, um, so it, it just showed you the breadth of stuff they were doing and you just okay. like, oh, wow, that's amazing. So I'll, I'll leave that this. I mean, Netflix does, you know, they have everything and shout outs to them. I don't know if you saw, what's it called? Squid Game. They it won best actor. I forgot the actor's name, but he won. It's the first time ever Asian, you know, you know, Korean has won, you know, best actor in a drama series for, for, for the Emmys and U.S. space Emmys yeah. and a foreign, a foreign TV show at that. So that, that just blew, blows everybody's mind. So the, yeah. the main actor from that, the, from Squid Game, he won and the director won for Squid Game. So the Netflix is kind of riding high, even though they didn't win, you know, some of the other categories. But so I would say this, that Netflix definitely still has some, some juice in the engine, right? Yeah. And I think they still have some opportunities to kind of grow their TV and their movie slate. Yeah. So we'll just see, you know, kind of where they're going for the future. Yeah. And once again, you know, we talked about how everybody else was getting out of the streaming event game. It's just they're the only ones there. Maybe they lean into it. Good points. Yeah. Maybe they should. I mean, you know, Witcher's coming out. I mean, you know, people checking for Witcher out there. Any streets, man? <laughs> you know, I don't think I finished the second season. The first season, I, it was okay. It was just so confusing. But I don't think I finished the second season. Oh, I got a note on confusing it a little bit. We'll get to that. But yeah, uh, speaking of Netflix, 
Morbius, number one on Netflix. Everybody was talking about that. And <laughs> did, you, did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet. I was going to watch it this weekend. I just never got to it. No, over the weekend, my Netflix lapsed. So <laughs> I'm on HBO Max right now until, until something new comes out. <laughs> you're just right there, man. You're right there. Man. I mean, it's kind of like when stuff shows up on Netflix, it's kind of like, okay, it's there. I'll get to it later. It's, it's not like, I don't know, man. I'll be honest with you. I think the number one series, uh, streaming service for me is HBO Max, man. It's like I kind of watch stuff mm. there more than anything. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what it is, man. I said, oh, more. I said, oh, I can check out Morbius. Man, it just, just slipped my mind, dude. <laughs> it was right yeah. there. And did they had like a Queen Latifah movie that just came out with Ludacris? Yeah. I heard my wife that. watches all that stuff. Like, and then they had a Kevin Hart movie. And I was, you know, because I said, oh, I'm going to watch that, right? And then I asked her, I said, how was it? And she's like, no, nah, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah. that, you know, it gets, it's like, I'll wait to Christmas, you know, kind of thing where I'll watch a lot of movies and TV shows. <laughs> I dig Biden, Codes19. Thanks for joining us and everybody else who came through. Hey, check this out. Codes, if you saw Morbius, we want to know your opinion in the comments. Jumping off of, uh, oh, well, I didn't mention Epon TV, how Netflix has made this crazy deal. So they're still holding on to the, the anime. So, so what is that? What is that? What do they have for them? Anime, comedy, random crap. They do actually have a lot of random documentaries. They're yeah. like these little, I'll call the new age documentaries, like yes. by some the BuzzFeed style documentaries. Mm, true crime type do documentaries. I mean, right, they, they, right. like I said, they got their hands in everything, man. Romantic comedies, you know, for a hot second. They were doing yeah. like, you know, I mean, obviously they got some old TV shows still on there, like Breaking Bad. Yeah. They probably get a lot of, you know, they lost their, their bread and butter friends and uh, the office, right? But uh, yeah, they, you know, I think Netflix is, I think they would go be okay. I mean, you know, I mean, they're the only streaming service, let's be honest. Yes, the other ones are couched inside bigger organizations like Disney and Apple and Amazon, but the only streaming services that's making money. So they figured something out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, one thing they, uh, I've never heard of a head guy over at, of anything over at Netflix. So there are no personalities coming out of it. I was thinking about that because. Uh, well, Ted Sarandis, I mean, you know, he's kind of like the one he, you know, kind of created a brand with the, I can't remember the head CEO, but. Tessa Randis is now the co-CEO for Netflix. And so, yeah, so he is really, you know, instrumental in kind of building out the content and, you know, he's got a personal relationship with Dave Chappelle. So that's why Dave Chappelle is still getting time right, right. special. So, so that's kind of like the only, you know, the one, and then also the, I, mean, I can't remember his name right now, but he, he recently did a book right before the pandemic about like their co Netflix culture is so great and wonderful. This is why, this is how we disrupted media, yeah. right? <laughs> but guess what? Everything you wrote in that book is counterintuitive to what they're doing now. So yeah. it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> so it's like, you know, they're trying to, yeah. you know, change the culture, but with some of the things that they're doing, but, you know, now that everything's changed a little bit, they, they're going back to advertising, you know, they're not mm -hmm. paying people high, they're making cuts, stock is down, the margins are not as good as it was before. So yeah. it's become a traditional media company. Yeah. And you know what they should do, man? They should, I, you know, most companies do this where they find a good thing that they have, the technology or the processes or distribution or whatever. And they say, hey, we're going to sell this as a package to another business, you know, a, a technology, a service or whatever, distribution, something. And they'll sell that to other companies, you know, like Amazon was doing so well with their 
their sales software. They're like, hey, we can sell this to other companies. Well, web services, right? Amazon. AWS. Yeah. AWS <laughs> shows up. All kinds of stuff like that, right? If Netflix could sell their search or, or something with the way they the categorize, yeah. do the algorithm. If they could sell that to HBO Max, I might like HBO Max as a not gonna do service. It. They're not going to do it late. It's too late. Think about late. it. Everybody's, it's too late for Netflix to sell that kind of stuff. Because oh. remember, they had a handful. You know, they were the leader, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody, you know, especially Disney, they, everybody caught up. I mean, let's be honest. You know, it's, they had like a seven-year head start and everybody caught up. <laughs> so now, I mean, now they, they were the... Um, kind of like the, the a, a nice revenue source for everybody else. Remember, because they were licensing all these uh, TV shows and right, movies right. from folks. So for the, for everyone else, Netflix is like, hey, yeah, you know, we could make money. You know, you know, here's extra you know, three hundred million dollars a year for licensing Friends over to Netflix until they realize, hey, we're gonna be our own streaming services. Let's take that back. So so anyway, I, I say that to say, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I mean, there's a way they could do it. I mean, I think that. Um, I mean, what's the vision for, I think we talked talk about who's making money and all that on the last right. round, mm-hmm. but what could be the vision for Netflix? We see what Disney's going to do. They're going to position themselves to kind of create bundles. So you'll pay for Disney mm-hmm. plus and you'll get access to other, you know, other things like maybe park experiences and things like that. Apple and Amazon, they're kind of bundling it into their, their main offerings. You know, you can't go, you can't be on your iPhone about seeing severance or Rings of power, right? <laughs> oh, right, right. Or rings of power when you order something, right, from Amazon. So, yes. So they're leveraging their 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 synergies there with their main businesses, and then the smaller services. You know, they're just trying to struggle to stay up, like Paramount and Peacock. Yeah, just struggling to kind of you know find relevance. So, so anyway, I make this long story short. Netflix could they? You know, I guess the the question you're asking is like you know. Could they sell something or have a bigger, you know, presence in their media beyond beyond just selling, you know, you know, having content, basically? Yeah, I was wondering what what um what plays might be feasible just to even talk about for discussion's sake. Yeah, I mean, hits, man. Someone made a good point. Hits change everything. Stranger Things is probably their biggest global hit. Yeah, I mean, it really. You know, if you look at, I think it was like something like a trillion people watch, it's ridiculous, Squid Game. So, yeah. you know, they can kind of make those global hits and create content around that and they create a, a universe. So two story, there is a, he's a small director called Ty West. Have you heard of him? No. He created this, uh, this uh, it was a movie, like he does like, these offbeat kind of horror films. He created his own little universe, man. He created like this, like, hey, here's a movie I'm creating about like this, this like a horror film by the slasher, right? Yeah. So you remember that one character here? Well, guess what? I'm going to make another movie called Pearl, talk about how she started. And then I'm going to make a third movie about what happened to this character that survived the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like he's creating his own universe. And so it's like, I say all this say is like, you know, you can kind of create your own kind of, you know, Stranger Things universe or Squid Game <laughs> universe, you know, I think there could be some play there. And I think that's what they're trying to do. But yeah. they just never have gotten that right. They trusted too much in the algorithm, but they yeah. got to figure out how to break out of that. Yeah, if you remember Valiant Comics, which I read and like nobody else did, what was interesting about their characters is that their core storyline always connected to somebody else. Mm-hmm. It was impossible to have a character just exist out by himself somewhere. Like if mm-hmm. you wanted, you could kind of have Spider-Man off by himself because of his origin story. He may cross over, 
but his origin story was singular. Connected uh, to someone. So, was it connected to someone else though? And like, so with the origin stories of the ballot line, like, you know, yeah. you know, uh, shot was created because this guy did this or this guy, you know, he created this character or this character's aunt was related to this guy. Yeah, you know, like exactly. That. So Bloodshot came out of this military program. He's like the, the successful version of the military program to develop these super soldiers, basically. Similar kind of to Captain America, but on a different level. But that money that was put into the program, they figured out that, oh, we don't need to make one super soldier. We could make a bunch of average guys. And then they had this group called the Hardcore. So the Hardcore were their own thing. But the hardcore was funded by a guy who had superpowers. He had like this Professor X kind of, you know, mental thing going on. And he was like, listen, I can't go around jumping in everybody's heads. It's too much work. I need some soldiers. So he created the hardcore. So now you have this guy mm -hmm. creates this, spawns that guy. Mm -hmm. Everybody's origin story was connected. I kind of thought that was pretty phenomenal that you could actually trace everyone's origin story and have like a chain of all of them connecting. It was mm. pretty good, but not good because it's valiant, right? They always <laughs> Well, you know, I bad mean, art. Feige, you know, Kevin Feige is trying to do somewhat, you know, um, mm -hmm. trying to do that with MCU. So I, I see the benefit of that, right? I mean, you know, so to kind of have these connected universes. And so, I mean, that's cool. I mean, you know, it's just. <sighs> I got to write that out in the whiteboard because that was some pretty phenomenal. Sorry. <laughs> uh oh, did it? Get bit in the ceiling. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, 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 now that's that's a universe I want to revisit, man. He just never goes back. Like like you know, Kevin, 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 Christopher Nolan, man. If he ever decides to create universes of his movies, he will make so much money. Between that, I mean, what's the other one? Inception. That's a that's a good yeah. So, but anyway, I digress. So, uh, do you know about Jonathan Nolan? I do. The West is the brother of Christopher Nolan and yeah. created Westworld. Boy, you could tell they they share some same genes, boy. Why is that? Because I watched the first season of Westworld. I, I'm on Westworld, right? I had to okay. I had to finish it because I started in season three. I was like, before I jump into something else, let me finish. It was it was wild. That's I'll put it this way. It was With wild. the first season or just in general. When I came back into the middle of the third season, I was like, holy crap, what is going on? What's happening? A guy gets shot and they go, dun, dun. And I'm like, why should I care? What just happened? So I just thought it was bad, right? I, but, you know, my hater side jumped out and said, this is bad. I went on the internet, looked around, and everybody was like, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. So I was just like, okay, it's bad. Then I found this group of people that were just like, this is the greatest show ever. It's so good. It does this and that and that. And I was fascinated. I'm like, how, why are they so fascinated with this garbage? <laughs> right? Dude, I thought season three went bad, right? Yeah. They started breaking down the timeline. They're like, no, 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 you don't understand. Here's what happened in season one that you didn't catch. Because... <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my goodness. I yeah, went I back. So you went back to season one? I went back to season one and they started explaining some things that like just seemed kind of normal, right? I was like, well, yeah, this is happening because of this, this, and this. And this random guy comes in the park. It's like, oh, that's not a random guy. Let me tell you. And they started piecing together all this stuff. And I was like, holy crap. This, 
when they when they started Westworld, they intended for you to be like up in the screen, you know, with your notebook, you know, doing that the whole time. Nobody was. They were just kind of like, oh, okay, you're going to break out of the park. You're going to. Well, well, the first season, I mean, they tried to do that little trick on us, but we all saw that coming, right? I mean, you know, not to get too many spoilers, but, it, you know, no, no, no. it was different timelines, right? This show needs spoilers because if people are going in thinking they've got it all, they know nothing. Are you serious? Just it's like I, that? I, it's like that. Not not in a good way. In a fascinating, <laughs> in a fascinating way. Like, I was fascinated by how complex and bad it was at the same time. So I'm going back and they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. When this when this OS got switched over, what that means is Bernard had control. That's why he was able to go and that's why he killed that dude because Bernard was in control of this part of the system. And I'm like, wait, there are different parts of the system? Yeah, and when the people paid for this, blah, 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 blah that was actually, man. Well, that's why I didn't get into it. I mean, I mean, I might go check it back. I mean, Game of Thrones is like that. I'm rewatching Game of Thrones because, you know, I'm watching House of the Dragon. So I'm yeah. like, okay, let me go back. And Game of Thrones is like that too. It's like levels on levels of stuff. I mean, everybody has an arc. I mean, you know, you talk yeah. about Westworld, like this one little brothel character, right? This little, you know, a whore yeah. or somebody. She shows up like, you know, season four from season one. And she's the one that made this happen. And you're like, yeah. oh my God. You know, it's like everybody, yeah. it's kind of like the wire as, you know, where everybody matters. So mm-hmm. going back to your Westworld thing, um, no, I give it a shot, man. I think that there's some opportunities. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're probably a more conscious watcher than I am, but following that, this stuff is is difficult, man. And what I'm saying is in season three and season four, they've started to let go of a lot of the the stuff that the average watcher might have liked in the first season. Really? And they're going they're deeper. Going, they're going, they're doubling down and tripling down. They're like, no, no, no. Well, it must be working because they keep getting renewed. I, like after the third season, because I, I, you know, I watched the first season. Second season, I, fought, I fell off quick. Third season, I tried it again. I fell off. I was like, man, you know, I don't think this is going to last, but they keep bringing, I mean, the acting is phenomenal. I see why the actors want to do it. Cause right. Mm-hmm. You got the opportunity to play like, you know, one character, you know, whether they're, what's it called? What do they call it? Host. A host or a real mm-hmm. person, different timeline, you know, so they got different ways to yeah. play with this. I get why they get great actors, but you know, that's, that's a lot of work. <laughs> Put it this way. There's this guy online, like it's a 50 minute episode or so, right? Or some, something around that area for every Westworld episode. I watch a 40 minute recap and breakdown after every episode. You have to. Yeah, you have to. And I'm like, I'm catching stuff and I'm like, God dog it. I didn't have my, my whiteboard ready. I didn't have my notes handy. You I feel, feel kind of stupid, huh? <laughs> I love that too. I was like, yeah, I should have saw that. <laughs> so yeah, what I'm saying, I mean, I'm going back and I watched some stuff again and I'm like, I don't, I don't even know if this is a good thing, but I, I suppose it's good for a certain class of people who just really want to delve into something, rewatch something, you know, catch all kinds of Easter, not even Easter eggs, because those are supposed to be extra. This is like fundamental to really following and going with the story. Everything, everything's an Easter egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but look, HBO Max, I mean, you got it now. Let me, you know, I know this is not part of the news, but I mean, as you can see, man, I mean, you want Westworld, I mean, you know, Euphoria, you know, they are just one again for, yeah. you know, lead 
drama actress in the TV show. Yeah. That's a, you know, you know, that's, I don't really watch all of it, but I see where it's going with it. I mean, some of the actors grew phenomenal. Obviously, Game of Thrones is on there, House of Dragon. I mean, so uh, I know you, we talked about that, that new show rap shit. So, you know, I think Casey Bloys is the guy who's over that programming over there. He's doing a great job, man, just getting good content on that, on that streamer, man, and just HBO in general. I mean, it's not TV, it's HBO, and they're still keeping that same high quality and uh, that keeps you engaged. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm sold on Westworld, but I am very impressed. You know, it's, it's like that one item on a, on a, on a menu that, you know, you're t- the sushi menu that you're too scared to get. And yeah. like the, the head chef has to come out and talk to you before he actually makes it. You know, he's like, <laughs> so what this? you ordered the, the filet mignon from Brazil. Do you realize that? Right? Okay. <laughs> What was the what was the Simpsons with the the puffer fish, you know, with the poison? In oh it? yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> that, that's West. That's Westworld, man. It's poison. It might kill you. <laughs> Become angry at streaming shows for the rest of your life. <laughs> I mean, well, real quick, we'll get off of this, but it's kind of like Grant Morrison. I don't know if you read some of his comic books. They're they're so esoteric sometimes, you know. You, you read like even his Superman runs or like used to run. He's the, the great, you know, comic book artist. But he, he, I remember on listening to him at a Comic-Con one time, he said, look, I make it so vague that because the internet's there, you can always find out where these characters came from. I don't put a lot yeah. from my ass. And he's right. You know, if you really like, he'll bring a character out of nowhere. Like, who's this dude? I'm yeah. you know, Blue Jays man, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you look it up. Oh, wow. He really does exist. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's kind of how Westworld is kind of treating this. Look, they know that Reddit exists. Matter of fact, do you remember real quick, um, between season one and season two, they actually did a Rickroll. Did you see that? Where they actually did a, they said, oh, we got a new trailer we want you to watch. Mm-hmm. You click on the trailer, and it's actually the main actress. She's singing, never going to give you up, never going yeah. <laughs> to you down. So oh. they, they know what they're doing. No, they're they're a heavy into Reddit. I don't know if you heard that 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 report. They said they said yeah. When people find out stuff on Reddit, we intentionally go obfuscate, change, move scenes around. They say, and we can do that because of the way the show is structured. They are intimately like in with that Reddit crowd, figuring out what they figured out. They're not. It's, it's stupid, dog. <laughs> Storytelling by Reddit, man. That's almost like picking stocks right by Reddit, right? You see how that ended yeah. up. <laughs> look up. Yeah. If you if anybody can get a chance, look up what is it? Mess with fans Westworld and it'll come up. And people are always trying to guess, hey, this person's got a pretty good theory. Do you think that's one of the writers? And everybody's like arguing in the comments. Like, no. <laughs> I know he was here two weeks ago. Shut up, you know. <laughs> they got writers in there, man. Messing with folks. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. So you got anything else? Shoot, man. No, what else you got here? Did you want to talk about the, the sorry state of DCU? Or did we already talk about that last time? I don't remember. It's just uh, worse. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just kind of sad now. Well, you know, we got a season. They announced a season four of Titans coming out. So I guess Ooh. I guess that was already in the in the pipeline, and that's coming out. You know what's funny? So Whenever... real quick, real quick, man. You know, I was thinking about Titans. I, I watched my son. You know, Teen Titans Go, and then obviously before they did, was it Teen Titans Go? There was two versions of it, right? With the same mm-hmm. voice actors, right? What was it? Teen right. Titans Go, and what was the other one? 
Just Teen Titans. Yeah, Teen Titans. Or, so I, we, go ahead. No, that was it. You got it. So Teen Titans Go. So I watched it with my son. You know, that's the kooky one, the kid version. And it's just so funny to me, like how they have the same voice actors pretty much do the, the, the original Teen Titans. I mean, you know, they still got that, you know, kookiness from, you know, anime, but it's literally, but it's a little bit better animation. And so me and my son watched the one where they had Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go, right? <laughs> and so the two characters going after each other. And so I was like, man, you know, and then now they got Titans. I'm like, man, that that is, you know, they got, I never seen, I mean, let's be honest, there's that three animated shows based on Teen Titans, man. That's got to mean something. So, you know, and then if you don't count, you know, if you count Young Justice, that's four, right? So, yeah. so I, DC, you may need to think, really, really rethink about what they want to build, you know, for the future. Yeah. Oh, I was referring to the live action Titans. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, so okay, okay. you got, th- you got uh, three animated, animated versions, three animated ones, and then the real, the, 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 the TV version of Titans. That's four versions of Titans out there, man. It's like, Oh, and I said, don't count if you don't, if you, you know, if you want to count Young Justice, that's kind of like an oh, offshoot. Well, I, I was counting it. So that would be that you're still at four. I was counting uh, the Young Justice. So, so, so is that four animated ones? Is three, that- three animate, three animated and one live action. Perfect. So there you go. So four still. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of content around young superheroes. And they're, they're actually rather fascinating, kind of like, the X-Men were rather fascinating just as a core stock of characters. So I think that, I think that they end up in this weird place of where we're crap. Anytime we try to take on like a really big world power, we just kind of get beat up because we're sub-level, you know, we're, we're the B-level characters, but they're still really beloved. Right. So, yeah. And, and you know, so I, you know, I'll leave it at this. It seems like DC, they, they do have some interesting ideas, right. To kind of get out there before Marvel. But Marvel always makes it better for some reason, or maybe it's better connected. So like the Civil War versus Batman versus Superman controversy, mm-hmm. right? You know, Batman versus Superman is supposed to come out first. Then Civil War came out and they just blew him out the water. Or this whole multiverse thing, right? They were going to have this flash. Now we got Ezra Miller, you know, messing everything up. And Marvel, MCU, is having a whole saga of yeah. talking about multiverse. So now... And then also Suicide Squad, DC came out with that first, right? But now we're going to have just, you know, we'll talk about D23 later, the Thunderbolts, right? That's going to be led mm-hmm. by that sub team of folks that's going, you know, kind of be these, you know, quote unquote villains that are going to help, you know, save the day. So I say all I have to say is like, you know, I think, you know, DC has some good ideas, you know, they just can't, they can't get right. It's like, they're just so close. And I think Teen Titans, they have a chance there, but I, I'm assuming Marvel's going to have a, a the uh, Young Avengers before they even get a, a live action movie started for for, for Titans, and yeah. that's going to be a shame because they've held that down so strong. Yeah, Marvel does a great job at keeping it simple. It's like, hey, the kids like twerking, put twerking in. Like, well, some people are going to yell at it. It doesn't matter. It's cute. It's fun. Keep it simple. Go. And they just kind of rock with it, and it's like. I, I get it. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I, I, real talk. I, mm-hmm. I finally got a chance to check out the Facebook page. You guys had me rolling with all those memes. A She-Hulk talking everywhere, man. That was just, I didn't know it was out there like that. It was, it was too much. It was too much. <laughs> yeah. I got to see. We got like two more episodes. So I got like a week before I jump back on Disney Plus. It'll be great. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I mean, it's, it's, it's cute. It's cute. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. I mean, it's about what you expected. And. 
that's fine by me. I mean, I wish they did more than TV shows like that, be honest with you. Yeah, these grandiose things, that's too much. Let's just keep it simple. Yeah, totally. One more thing. There was a... I have a question for you. Why is that... Man, that HBO Max technology is so bad. I, I actually... I actually started trying to look at what the search engine was doing. I don't know what the hell it's thinking. Like you type in TEC, right? And you're expecting yeah. to get some things about technology. It's like, okay, this comes up, tech comes up. Once you hit eight, it like all of a sudden, all the results like switch around. And it's like, wait a minute, this is still all the same stuff that started with TEC, but now. All of a sudden, this Warren Buffett show comes up. The Warren Buffett discussion pops up to the top. <laughs> and I'm like, Warren Buffett doesn't have TEC in the title. Maybe he's talking about technology. Dang it, what's going on here? It is horrible, man. So what I've started doing is using the Google search and refining it to HBO Max. I'll say, hey, Google, find on HBO Max any horror movies. And it gives me a list. And that's how I go look up stuff. Because if I type in horror movie on HBO Max, I'm not getting anything good. Oh, man. There you it's go. terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really bad. Yeah. I mean, real quick, yeah, HBO's going through some changes. Obviously, there's a room. You know, they, they already talked about how they're going to integrate Discovery and HBO Max together and name it something new. So, I mean, you know, and then also there's been discussions about, like, they, had a, they have a new promo. We watched, you know, Game of Thrones or, or House of the Dragon right before the, it, it premieres, they have a new promo and they show like, you know, hey, we got the best shows. And then let a little small writing at the bottom, it says, some of these titles may not appear. <laughs> what? The iPhone service, but you know, these shows. Because, you know, like we, yeah, like we talked about, they're taking shows, you know, off the service. So to your point, you know, they ain't making no investments in your max, you know, from a technology standpoint. Yeah, that's sad. But but they they got the best content. I mean, they just won, they dominate the Emmys, White Lotus won a one a lot of awards. What's the other one that won a lot of awards? HBO. Really White Lotus, the main one. But but yeah, I mean, you know, Squid Game, we talked about that. So they got an opportunity here, man. They just, you know, you know, they just really focused on, you know paying off debt. And so they're trying to figure out how to get profitable as quick as possible. And so with, by still growing. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, there's some weird foolishness going on under, underneath the hood of that app, because I know there's stuff that is on the service, but they may not want to promote. So they may have gone in and said, if he searches for this show, do not, <laughs> do not show this show. <laughs> I mean, it's that, I don't know. It's, it's just strange. Yeah, man. Stranger things. So yeah, man, this is good, man. Well, Hey everyone. Thanks for listening. This is show versus, versus business Wednesdays. where we talk a little bit about the news, you know, usually on our main podcast, we do a digging in crates when we talk about the, the, you know, all the experiences we've had over the years when it comes to pop culture and other thoughts and then we go into the news and we can do a feature so hopefully you know you guys check us out wherever you listen to podcasts google Podbean, spotify you know we're starting to hopefully get youtube out here shortly but yeah man we're really excited to put it out there so go check us out show versus business but check out our website too we're gonna have some more content here then shortly okay. yeah that's love us to bid website show versus business.com that's a good place to just find everything you need right right there in one place
Oh yeah. And we always have our podcast popping up there and we're going to start putting some more content out there. So, but go check us out, man. Mr. Benjamin, anything else? That's all I got right now, man. All right, man. Enjoy your day, brother. Peace. Peace. <laughs>